Welcome to Control C, the podcast where friends get together to discuss, enjoy, and tear movies apart. Today we are discussing Love, Simon, a 2018 film by Greg Berlanti. On today's podcast, we have Lindsay. Hello. Ray. Yellow. And Cece. Hello. And uh, of course, I'm your host, Chris. So, Love, Simon, guys. Uh, I picked this one at a recommendation from my friend, Rafi. Um, and I love how I got nothing but hate text through the entirety of everybody watching this live. Oh, no. It was like, I did not hate text. It was you. like, it was like, no, 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 no. There's multiple texts going. I hate you, Chris. I fucking hate you, Chris. Oh yeah, true. I mean, Fuck I you, Chris. You're an asshole, Chris. Um, <laughs> yeah. Granted, it wasn't because the movie was hated, but it was. It was, it was actually loved. an interesting. It was an interesting film. Because it made us feel things, and we don't like to feel things. It made us feel yeah, things. Sure. And, and Feelings suck. <laughs> so this this film basically centers about this guy Simon and him learning and coming to terms with who he is as a person um, through his adolescence and realizing that oh shit he's gay and kind of coming to terms with the fact that he's gay and and how to go about that and and you know starting his love life and he he ends up meeting somebody in a chat forum and they start communicating back and forth and of course falling in love with each other i thought it was an entirely super sweet film i did too i loved it it was so fun what's happening right now nothing nothing go on <laughs> i don't don't look at me man <laughs> okay I'm very confused. But no, right. that movie already happened. This one's not confusing. Well, I guess it was for Simon for a second. For Simon, it was very confusing for a lot of it. Oh, my God. So, I kind of, because I kept getting all these, like, text messages, I don't even want to really talk too much. I kind of want to hear where all this came from. So, like, I, lo- I watched it, and I very calmly watched it, and I was like, oh, my God, this is a really wholesome film. I loved it. It was wonderful. It took me through an experience. I felt wholehearted at the end. Super yeah. enjoyed. Loved it. The acting was wonderful. The, the, the cinematic was great. The way the storytelling was done was captivating. But, again, I kept getting the damn it, Chris. I hate you, Chris. And so, I know Cece cried a lot. Oh, my God. Yeah. So much. So, <laughs> I kind of want to hear from, from Lindsay and Ray. Like, what was your emotional Whoa. journey through this? Oh, I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so mine was, I mean, I guess I kind of knew what it was about. Um, and I I picked up the book after after I watched the movie, and it's pretty, pretty spot on. Um, I guess I just didn't think it was going to be, I didn't think it was going to hit me as emotionally as it did. Because... It's not it on the surface and on a deeper level. It's about this kid discovering his own sexuality and trying to be loved for just who he is and falling in love with someone for the first time, um, which is universal whether you're gay, straight, or whatever you identify as, right? Yep. So it's yeah. it was a good movie on that, but I guess I just thought it was going to be a little bit more... or I guess I didn't think it was going to be as well done as it was. But considering it's Greg Berlanti and he's done, I mean, he's done all our superhero shows. He's done yeah. Riverdale. I, I like all of his stuff, so I don't know why I thought it was going to be any, any better. Yeah, like I wasn't going to somehow end up not liking it or not enjoying it as much. Yeah, and you know what? 
I didn't even give him the credit for the show simply because I really look at the two medias as two completely different things because you can have so, amazing shows, but you can completely, like, <clears throat> you know, butcher a film, you know? So I didn't really know what to expect, but I just... I. It, it was a feel-good movie at the end of it. And and I totally can relate with the not knowing who you are as a person and, and trying to figure that out. Clearly, sadly, I cannot relate with the, you know, realizing that you're gay analogy because I'm not, unfortunate. Well, not unfortunately. But I'm not. I'm straight. I knew, we knew what you meant. You know what I mean. Um, so I couldn't relate to that, but... I know, right? I'm just sometimes, sometimes you question, but I just kind of like looked at it and I was like, "You, you feel that, and you, and you, well, the kind of yeah. it took you through the emotion of what it would kind of be like." So I kind of enjoyed that. Yeah, on this case, in this case, it might have been about sexuality, <clears throat> but you can't feel the same way about depression, exactly, because you're hiding a secret from everybody. Mm-hmm. Yep, and you're, you know, you don't want to tell people because. Of how they're gonna think of you, or you don't want to say it because you just want to. You're afraid because it's, it's still socially unacceptable. Yeah, and the thing that upset me the most about this movie was how people were, because that's in life right now. <clears throat> how people react to you, and like when they took that shit and posted it all social and social media, whatever the website oh, yeah. was called. That happens nowadays, which is mm-hmm. why I stay the fuck away from social media now. Dude, I was so angry about that. The fact that, that they outed him off. and they didn't allow him to do that himself. Like, that was... Again, that, is, that's something that we could understand personally, but just to even, like, go through the emotions of the film, you're like, what the fuck? You robbed him of yeah. his discovery. Mm-hmm. And he said well, it. He's like, you you took away from me the way I was going to come out. Like, to mm-hmm. say it, you took that away from me. Because he was hiding it, but he eventually wanted to come out and say it. Well, it's like, you know, his mom... I know she was a psychologist of some sort. I don't know which kind. But she's like, you know, when he finally sat down and how long have you known? She was like, well, I've known for quite some time. It sounds like she's even known that he was... Probably when he was a young child. And that's just... She's like, you needed to say it. Yeah. You needed to come to terms about it. And I remember... Even right now, I'm getting choked up about it. <laughs> <sighs> but I remember hearing that. I'm just like, good lord. Let me just say... It's I'm just emotional. parents. Because they were fucking amazing. Yep. Yeah. I wish I had parents like that growing mm-hmm. up. <clears throat> I mean, of course, it was the rough spot <clears throat> of the father. Yeah, but... But but even then, I but th- even then, it was more because of how he was acting and the fact that he didn't notice too. That's what I liked about it. It was they showed that yes, there was a part that he needed to process because yeah, think about it. You you and us with having kids, mm-hmm. we create this version of themselves in our head, and then of course, if they different from that, you're gonna have to you're gonna need the time to process it. You know, but what I liked about it is that. After he processed it, he, he kind of explained it, part of why he processed it, you know, because that's also good to know. Mm-hmm. It's just that it wasn't, you know, that he wouldn't be okay with it. It's just that he, he needed to revisit the version of himself that he had and at the same time, like, kind of felt embarrassed that, he damn, this know. is my own kid and I didn't even know. Mm-hmm. I almost felt like he was 
they were more angry. Well, he was more angry at himself than he mm-hmm. never yeah, noticed than yep. any other thing. I made a joke at that scene. I mean, in my head, they should have added it to the movie. It would have been great. When he started crying at that, mm-hmm. me being the kid, I'd be like, Dad, I'm the one who's gay. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, that scene was pretty, it was pretty strong. I remember, I, holy hell, that was, that was a good ugly cry right there. <laughs> I am. Um, so. One of the things that I actually really enjoyed about how they how they portrayed um, the love interest for him for Simon was that Kid Flash? They, yeah, I loved him. Well, <laughs> sure, Kid Flash. But, but how he you know, when he's figured, when he thinks he's got it figured out oh, that's the person who's reading blue stuff. So first it's Kid Flash. He's like, it's gotta be him. Obviously it's him. So that's who's seen typing back. That's who he's, you know, seen yeah, on the phone mm-hmm. or whatever. And then when he decides it's not him and he puts it on somebody else, then that's the guy that's by the phone and typing the emails. Did you also and notice as, that there was a generic person in between? Uh, no. Yeah, it was just was a, a shadow. Person. The, oh, yeah? They, sh- they actually showed a face. Yeah. It was Did just they? a random face. There was a random person who would just randomly show up anytime he felt uncertain about who it was, mm-hmm. and I loved that about it. So, yes, I'm glad he brought it up. But, yeah, there was like... But he was like, it's got to be him. No. And then he would be like, no, maybe it's not. And it would switch to the random person. No, it's got to be him and switch back to them. <laughs> so they were like quick glances at this random being, but he just kept coming back. Cool. It was great. Oh, oh, oh. Um, you mean the... Do you mean the piano player? No, no, no. Not the piano player. No, it no. Really it was, was a random one, face. Yeah, it was a random person that had not been seen at like, the school. When you first see the um, Mr. Blue type in an email... That very first face. It was nobody. Okay. That's what you see. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Mr. Blue. Yeah. <laughs> and that was such a... You know what that reminded me of? It reminded me of You Got Mail. Like, that, yeah. that was very much You've Got Mail. With uh, Tom Hanks and mm-hmm. I, I forget who the other one is. Meg Ryan. There you go, Meg Ryan. How'd you forget that? I know, right? It's <clears throat> Listen, if I tell you why I forgot Meg Ryan, Aaron, we'll start getting hate mail again. Um... <laughs> then let's get started. Hey, let's start with that. I'm not a fan of Meg Ryan. Huh? I'm not a fan of Meg Ryan. Why would you what? get hate mail for I'm just that? Not, I don't hate her. I'm just not a fan. No, I'm just saying, why would you get hate mail for that, though? Oh, for not being a like fan. Her. Yeah, yeah, true, never mind. That's my Meg point. Meg Ryan, what the fuck is wrong with you, son? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that's... That, I can just go through it. I'm like, I can't even pinpoint a a scene that was my favorite just because again with all the movies that we watched this session and know that it dates the session and I hate when I do this but you know it's one of those where it was weird enough but real enough it just it felt real it felt this yeah. is what it's like this is what it because must be. we've all had to hold some type of secret. we've all had to hold some type of secret we've all That's been worried about being judged we've all been teenagers yep. at this point at least the ones that are recording this podcast <laughs> you know so it's one of those things where, yeah, I remember being that embarrassed. Yes, I remember <laughs> I being that ashamed. Yes, I remember being that scared. Yes, I know what it's like to be that concerned. Yes, I know what it's like to love somebody and not turn out to be the thing yeah. you wanted. Yeah, I know what it's like to, you know what I mean? Like all of those things. And that that was like, it just it kept touching at every beat again, in my heart. Man. And I was like, yeah, I love this fucking movie. The biggest fear of all of it is social media. That will yeah. fucking ruin you. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. one thing goes out, and then everybody just escalated <clears throat> to the next level. 
But I liked at the end that they, when he's on the Ferris wheel and he, he finally decides to take that chance, that he has that huge crowd of people mm. there supporting him, even though he was outed. And many people took it very negative. Granted, at the same time, too, he kind of fucked himself over when he ended up misleading his friends okay. so that the blackmailer wouldn't release his secret and stuff like that. So it was... But you know what? Can you blame him? I can't. Like I, I want to blame him. And in his shoes, I would have done the same thing on a drop of a dime. Not even... Like, there's not even a question in my mind. And it's not even because I wouldn't love my friends. It's just that when you're that young and you don't have that much experience in the world, everything feels like it's the end of the world because you've never had any experience past that. And also, too, he's... There is already... All right. She identified as she? Or was that a he? Who? The, The... uh, the other, the, guy, the other gay guy. Yeah. Uh, it was just. I think. I think you just identified it as a he. Yeah. Okay. Because I couldn't. Yeah, I, don't, I don't remember them saying anything else. <laughs> I must say, I don't ever remember in the whole conversation. Like a gender being given. How a gender or anything like that. I just remember there was one scene that she's That's like, guys. What I loved about this movie. Mm-hmm. You know where it she. Made no focus on gender yep. other than I'm gay. That's yep. Because she's like, they're like, I'm gay, and they're like, oh, no. <laughs> you know, know. <laughs> never like knew that much. so but you know he you know Simon sees how she's being portrayed and how they're harassing her or him I apologize I think it's, I think it's him is it okay yeah so I it's just one of those that you know he sees how that's happening to him and you know he doesn't want to go down that route I don't blame yeah. him Hell, I mean, <laughs> I got harassed for having big boobs in school. How do you get harassed for having big boobs? Well, uh, you know the, what? Kids let me tell dicks. you, Chris. Kids are dicks. Kids are dicks. Yep. yep. And um, simple as that. I'm gonna guess Cece was called a slut. Oh, often, multiple times. Just because she had big boobs. Because I had big boobs. I yep. obviously well, was going boobs. to just give it up to anybody. <laughs> yep. Even I though smart, I was guys. the quietest person <laughs> in school. Yep, and I know that because there was a girl in my school who developed early, and she got called a slut immediately. Yep, like right off the bat. Obviously, yep. she was messing around with all of the guys just because she had boobs, because all of the guys wanted her because she had the boobs. Yep. So clearly, she was kowtowing to it. Yep. Yeah. Same here. I developed. I was fifth grade with my period and boobs. Yep. I'm sorry, that sucks. Oh, it does. <clears throat> Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, full of bull, it's bullshit. But yeah, it I mean, is. I mean, all the guys were my friends, and all the girls hated it because all the yep. guys wanted to be my friends. But all the guys, guys wanted to be my friends because, because they had boobs. Yeah, boobs. And then the girls were just jealous because they didn't have boobs. They didn't <clears> have <throat> any guys. Yep. They didn't have any guys. Jealousy's a bitch. Oh, it is. It is. And so, I mean, I, I, I mean, granted, our situations are completely different, but I understand. You know, yeah. I, I understood why he did that. It sucks major ass that he actually ended up having to go down that route to do that and then i know me and you had the conversation about when he went out he came out to the new friend Mm -hmm. versus the old friend and i was like why and chris had said it perfectly 
he was, he's not afraid of losing her as a friend. Yep. Whereas her, his, his best friend. He's if, no longer. If she would have not liked the fact that he was gay, that would have torn him down. You lose your yeah. entire childhood. Yep. Versus so, you lose this one person you've, you've been friends with months. for a few months. Yep. So, I mean, that that was like, holy shit. Didn't even, didn't even put two and two together. Of course, after he said that, I started crying again. because You want to know why? Because I've done that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've, I've done things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, where I give people who I barely know bits of information about me as a way to vent. I've, I've told you this before. Yep. I, I even test people sometimes to see about whether they're good friends or not. You know, like... Because I feel insecure, because I have insecurities like that, and yeah, so I 1,000% understood it, and it was just like, yeah, fuck, that's, that's, it's fucked. Mm-hmm. But, again, it, it just, it, it made me, and this sucks, because it makes me feel, and I feel like it makes me sound old, it made me feel like a kid. Mm-hmm. This movie yeah. made me feel like a kid again. Yeah. And that, that's kind of what I loved about it, it's like... It put me in that scary spot that ultimately it all worked out quite nicely. So this was. Whew. Are you okay? <laughs> this was a this was a one of those movies that if you're if you're wanting a really good cry, watch this movie. Mm. Yeah. Richard's <laughs> staring off into the distance. He's like, "Does this movie hit you hard?" Oh. Because yeah. we've all experienced it, some, uh, experienced it some way or another. Whether it's we like a girl, or whether it's our sexuality, or whether it's depression, we've all had to hold down the secret and be afraid of social media. Mm-hmm. And then how people react to everything, they just fucking escalate it. It's just, it's annoying. Mm-hmm. Everybody, in my opinion, everybody deserves to be happy, whether it's sexualism, whatever it is, they, everybody deserves to be happy. Yeah. Agreed. And that's something to love. And on that note, let's go on ratings. <laughs> so... Cece, what do you give this? I am going to give this five out of five Ferris wheels. All right, sweet, sweet, right? <laughs> Never mind. Five out of five Kit Flash. <laughs> nice. Actually, no. Well, yeah, that's fine. All right, Lindsay. Um, I'm gonna go with Five out of five John Lennon costumes. Nice. (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and give this movie five out of five times Cece cried. (laughs) (laughs) Which doesn't even cover how many times I cried. Yeah, no, unfortunately it does not. (laughs) But um, I think it's an adequate measure of uh, how good this movie was. And I'll even go as far as to say that this movie has made it into my top ten. Oh, yeah. I won't tell you exactly which ranking. I have to sit down and figure that out. But definitely within the top ten favorite movies for me of all time. So thank you so much, Rafi, for recommending it because I know you're the one who recommended it, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. You explained the story, and I kind of understood it, but you undersold it completely, so I appreciate that. Um, And, yeah, he knows you, too. Yeah. He knows me too, and he knows. Well, Rafi, for anybody, obviously, for anybody who doesn't know, nobody knows other than the people. Even some of the people in this room have no idea. Rafi has been my best friend uh, since like sixth grade, so I've known him since sixth grade. So he he's one of those people that like you don't see him for three years. You see him next day, and it's like you never missed a beat. 
And even though he doesn't fully know what you've been through in those three years, he knows what you've been through in those three years. You know what I mean? Like that—that's the connection him and I have had. Like it, we, like I call his mom, mom. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how close we were, and still are. And he, yeah, he definitely knows to not spoil movies for me. So he—he he did a great job. This was a, a awesome recommendation. So I appreciate it. So, anything else? Any closing closing thoughts for this one? Stop being a jerk, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. stop being a jerk and love who you love. Fuck everybody okay. else. Be kind. Mm-hmm. All right, be well. happy. Don't worry. Be happy. <laughs> and on that note, thank you so much, everybody, for joining us on this episode of Control C, where we reviewed Love, Simon. Uh, join us again next week for we review something else because I forgot what's up on the schedule. We don't know where we're going to put this one. Um, please go check out our social media by searching Geek and Cast and Control C. Check out our website at geekandcast.com and then I need you guys to do us a huge, 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 huge favor. I need you to, if you hate this show and want to make us suffer, go to your iTunes or go to wherever you listen to this show on and rate us five stars because that's what you want to do. You want to make sure that you really stick it to us. So stick it to us by giving us five stars and telling us why you hate us. And if you love this show, um, give us five stars and tell us why you love us. Uh, again, the key is five people. So if you've never done so already, thank you so much for those ratings and everybody who has th- who hasn't please do so because it helps us with more listeners uh thank you very much everybody y'all have a great day bye bye, bye. i'm bray i'm cc i was Lindsay. did i not outro everybody nope damn nope. sorry <laughs> <laughs> and you were chris and i was chris <laughs>